Welcome back to Mages and Murder Dads. It's the show where we play the games beyond Baldur's Gate. But now we're back with Baldur's Gate, sort of, by playing Icewind Dale. I'm Cameron. And I'm Danny. This is episode 77, the big Ooh. seven and seven. Is there some sort of uh, snake eyes? That's not, wait, that's, that's not. That right. would is be it? 11, episode 11. Oh. <laughs> uh, oops. Why do I associate seven with snake eyes? That's wrong. It's incorrect. That is, well, seven, snake eyes is what you can roll in craps. And seven mm-hmm. is an important role in craps. Mm, I'm just—I've got it in my blood. Is what you're telling me. I just—I—I'm I, feeling out craps knowledge without even knowing it. Or you're so bad at craps that anytime you would want to roll snake eyes, mm-hmm. you would roll a seven and vice versa. Uh, w- yeah, that's me. <laughs> you got inverse bad blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in this is episode 77, like I said, uh, we are, it's our third episode on Icewind Dale. Uh, Danny, what's the plot so far? Um, we're just a ragtag. You play as a completely player created party. Mm-hmm. You are playing, uh, as Ticklevar the Sorcerer and company. Mm-hmm. I'm playing as Balthazar the Barbarian. He mm-hmm. stands alone. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are up here in Icewind Dale, which is north of the Sword Coast. It's kind of in the frigid northlands of Faerun. Mm-hmm. And we go on a caravan. The caravan uh, is rudely <laughs> disrupted by giants throwing boulders. Mm-hmm. As, as happened, uh, you know, a common thing. People common. are always talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's actually why that boat got stuck in the Suez Canal. Uh, I don't know. Many people don't talk about this, but it's because there were boulders being well, thrown at it. Have you ever seen those uh, when you're going, you know, down or up switchbacks uh, mm-hmm. on a mountain? Yep. And you'll occasionally see when you go and going down, like runaway truck stop, and it's like mm-hmm. a big gravel ramp. That, yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, equally common. There's just like caravan shelters and and, the, and it's got a little picture of like a boulder with a cross through it. And you can just mm-hmm. kind of get your scoot your caravan in there in case giants start lobbing those bad boys. Now, I always thought that those um, you know, the truck runaway truck stop things, you know, the brakes are out. Oh no. Um, I always thought that it was the brakes are out. Oh no. Hit that thing, ramp into a giant. Hmm. It's kind of an, as an offensive measure. You're telling me that's not right. You're telling me it's no. I, I think that else. that's it's a it's a. Uh, there's the initial purpose, and then there's the added benefit. Mm, got you. Got it. Got mm-hmm. it. Got it. Because you are encouraged to aim for a giant mm-hmm. when you're doing it. Yeah, like you don't want it to it. go to waste or anything. Exactly. I mean, I, I think that there's going to be a thirty percent of the time where you hit that bad boy and no giant, and then you're like, your last moments on life might be just incredible disappointment. Mm-hmm. But the implication there being that 70% of the time there is a giant there for you to hit. Well, yeah, it's a common thing, as we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, okay, got it. Uh, okay, well, so we did that. Giants and throwing at us. We get Caravans stuck destroyed. in a little town called Koldahar. Mm-hmm. And Koldahar's run by a organ- one-man organized crime syndicate. Uh, who's this? This man is named Arundel, and he's a druid. Mm-hmm. 
And I think in chapter one, he sends us uh, <laughs> to, he's like, go clear out the veil of shadows. And we go do that. And, and that wasn't the cause of all the problems. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> I guess that wasn't it. Yeah. He's um, like, oh, we're having, it's, uh, we're having issues here. People are disappearing. Uh, you know, the heart of the, the, this tree that we live with is going dark. I bet the veil of shadows are involved. Whoops. <laughs> My B. I mean, there were some baddies there. Yeah, sure. But, you know. Mm-hmm. I uh, left and then, one of them. And then at the end of chapter one, he, uh, he's, he's like, oh, wow, I just remembered something. Um, it's total, you know, this might have to do with this missing stone of immense power. And it's called the heart of the mountain, right? Something like that, sure. That might be from an Icewind Dale novel. That might be from R.A. Salvatore. The I think that's from. I think the heart of the mountain might be from The Hobbit. Oh, that's The Hobbit. That's right. <laughs> Isn't that what that uh, that greedy dwarf is all about? Oh yeah, that's true. Um, but anyway, it's it's a big stone, mm-hmm. and uh, we go to where the stone should be in the Temple of Forgotten Gods, and mm-hmm. uh, it's it's missing, and the only thing there is venom. And Arendelle looks at that venom and immediately knows, ah, you need to travel eight days west because this is the only place this venom could come from is uh, the Eye of the the Dragon, I believe is the name of this place. Sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, so that is where we start. This is chapter two and we are doing, you know, we're going to the Eye of the Dragon and I pull up my map and I travel there and it does, I guess it's like, there is this prominent feature of like a cave, and it does look like the entrance might be in like a dragon's eye, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got attacked by like uh, ice goblins or something on my way in. Did ice that trolls, to you? yeah. Yeah, Common... they were just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Never showed up again. Gygaxian. Not related, really, I guess. Uh, I mean, certainly, you know, when we use the word Gygaxian, uh, you know, we often, you know, ecologically <laughs> sensible, you know, that all these things fit together. They, they kind of have this relation. Uh, they are naturalistically placed into the world. You know, Gary Gygax was a huge asshole about that. About <laughs> 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 a lot of stuff, I guess, but that in particular. Uh, you know, if you read those early Dragon magazines, he's talking about it. Gotta be not young there. Uh, but then you go in, of course, and then we get into it. But, you know, this is something I've been thinking about. Yeah. Um, you know, going towards this. Um, I just read the Icewind Dale trilogy. I just finished it two Ooh. days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, uh, what, uh, the uh, what's the first? The Gosh, what is the first one? Crystal Shard. Crystal Shard. There you go. You got it. Um, and then a couple other ones, you know, I don't, let's not name them yet because mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm an expert on this region at this point, even mm-hmm. though two thirds of the Icewind Dale trilogy do not take place in Icewind Dale. <laughs> Shocker. Is it like half of it on a boat? A full half of the third book is in a boat. Yes, correct. Just <laughs> boat, just nothing better than Drizzt Doerden and a barbarian hanging on out, hanging out on a boat. That's mm-hmm. the whole deal. So I know what I'm, you know, I know why we're here in Icewind Dale. I know all the lore, but I don't know if you know the lore. Um, so what I've done is I've taken it upon myself to uh, go to funtrivia.com and look up their Icewind Dale trilogy quiz. Oh, my goodness. Uh, authored by someone named B-O-L-O-G-N-O-N-E. Bologna. <laughs> 
Malone. Shout out to Malone. Uh, it's just ten questions. It's not too uh, not too hard. The difficulty is average, mm. you know. So I'm going to read it to you, you know, and I want you to give it your best shot. Okay. This is uh, this is many years removed. I know, but that's what I'm saying. You might not be qualified to play the game. Mm-hmm. We should have done this before we started, but I feel like this is going to be. <laughs> Useful for you, and I'm going. So I'll just. We should have done this before today, specifically. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) so I'll. So I'm going to ask you the questions. I give you the options. I'll mark them down, and I'll tell you what you got right or wrong at the end. Okay. 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 Uh, Question one, maybe easy. Um, Which book is not part of the Icewind Dale trilogy? Hmm. The Crystal Shard, the Halfling's Gem, Streams of Silver, Servant of the Shard. Uh, what was the third one again? Streams of Silver. I don't think Streams of Silver is in it. Okay, let me mark that down. Question two. What color are the eyes of the renegated drow elf, Drizzt Doerden? Mm, I believe that they are purple or lavender. They're, they are lavender. Yep. Mm-hmm. Got I'm going to tell you, you got that one right. Okay, Lavender's was that a here? multiple choice and I just... <laughs> They're all multiple choice. But oh, okay. <laughs> feel free if you want to jump on it immediately without hearing the options. Gotcha. Uh, we all know that's the optimal way to approach <laughs> multiple choice quiz. <laughs> yeah, maybe, uh, uh, we're not doing the, the Princeton review method of <laughs> reading the answers first. No, we're not yeah. going to do that. Uh, Cassius was the spokesman for which walled city of ten towns? Tourmaline, Targos, Lonelywood... Bryn Shander. The fourth one, Bryn Shander. Bryn Shander, okay. What type of monster was Bach? Flesh Golem, Baylor, Frost Giant, Were Rat. Frost Giant. Okay. What magical item did Regis the Halfling steal from his previous boss, Pasha Pook? Oh. Diamond Orb, Onyx Figurine, Ruby Pendant. Gold ring. Ruby pendant. Okay. Wolfgar, son of Bjorngar, is of which barbarian tribe? Tribe of the bear? Tribe of the yeti? Tribe of the wolf? Tribe of the elk? Tribe of the wolf. Okay. Which part of the white dragon icing death did Wolfgar present to the barbarian tribes to earn the right by deed to the challenge Heathstog? (laughs) (laughs) Fangs? Scale? Head, horns. This is tough. I think it might be horns. Okay, okay. Eight, what was the profession of Artemis Centrary? Hmm. I'm going back on that one. You're going back on what? On the, the horns. Okay. I'd like to put in head. Okay, well, give me your logic on this one. I don't think that uh, white dragons have horns. <laughs> Okay. I, I don't. Okay. Uh, you have an idea about? You want me to read you the professions for Artemis and Trary? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. And uh, what? What was the full question again? Uh, what is the profession of Artemis mm-hmm. and Trary? Mm-hmm. Ranger, thief, assassin, guildmaster. Let's go assassin. Okay. Aegis Fang is what type of magical weapon? Warhammer, broadsword, battle axe, curved dagger. I think the battle axe. Mm, okay. Regis's nickname for Bruinor is Rumblebelly. Is this true or false? It's true or false. Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. 
I was yep. expecting a second half of the question. Nope. Nope. What was Ruinor's <laughs> nickname for Regis? Okay. Nope. Nope. Uh, true or false? Let's say true. Okay. I'm submitting your answers. Uh, let's see how you did. Mm. Uh, you got four out of ten on this one, bud. Mm. I, you were not qualified to play Icewind Dale. What was the target score we were looking for? One hundred. <laughs> Well, dang, this explains a lot, actually. Yeah, the, you know what? I think it does explain a lot. Uh, just to give you some things here, what you got wrong, uh, uh, Servant of the Shard is not in the trilogy. Uh, Bok was a flesh golem and not a frost giant. Weird. Uh, Wolfgar is, of course, from the tribe of the elk. Everyone knows this. Uh, unfortunately, it was horns. Oh, uh, my God. And, I psyched yeah, myself out. Yeah, Could have batted a 500. I really appreciated that you went on that based on lore reasons. You were like... No, the lore says this other thing, which maybe you might be right, you know, but I don't know if uh, I was just thinking like in my mind, images of a white dragon, especially a young white dragon mm -hmm. flashed in my mind from every monster manual I've ever looked at. And they are rarely depicted with horns. With yeah, like they got horns. Yeah, they kind of got those spines or ridges coming off the back of their head more yeah. than more than horns. Yeah, I agree. Aegis Fang is a warhammer. He's he's got Thor's hammer. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yep. And uh, Regis's name for Bruinor is not Rumblebelly. That is Bruinor's nickname for Regis. Oh, okay. I understand. Yeah. Well, now you know. And uh, so next episode, I'll read you the same quiz again, and we'll see. And <laughs> And <laughs> did you know all of the answers? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, I just read them. <laughs> yep, yep. And it's not like they're complicated. Dang. Well, okay, well, now that we have established that you are um, uh, incapable mm -hmm. of uh, dealing with uh, the, the Icewind Dale itself, I'm just, unfortunately... I'm, I'm wandering around completely aimless yeah, up here makes in the sense. North. Well, what did you find in this cave? Well, when I went to Dragon's Eye, mm -hmm. I didn't know what Dragon's Eye was. I thought maybe Dragon's Eye could be like a region or one area. But what Dragon's Eye is, is, is just a five-level dungeon. That's what I found. I found a five-level dungeon. And each level had like a very neat theme that was pretty self-contained. That's mm -hmm. what I found. Yeah, they're kind of... Um... You know, in kind of classic module sense, mm -hmm. one could imagine this existing, but it would not be vertically oriented like this is. Mm -hmm. Like, like this is a dungeon that is five levels, and they are all functionally unrelated to one another. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're kind of related, but they are they are pretty different. Whereas, like, if this were in a module, particularly a second edition module, it would be like each of these groups is kind of in the caverns kind of parallel to one another and yeah. you would like figure out which way you wanted to go that way you know mm -hmm. do you want to ally yourself with some of these do you not want to ally yourself with some of these that kind of thing mm -hmm. uh, but here it's just like a straight vertical dungeon delve so like the first linear level is the is the word here extremely linear this is not an interesting experience <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean we can just kind of step by step level mm -hmm. one Oh, oh! By the way, what do did you uh, happen to listen to? What were your predictions for the enemies we oh, run into? I did. I did listen to this. Uh, you reminded me of this just a minute ago. So at the end of the last episode, before we did this, uh, you asked me to predict what kind of enemies I thought we were going to face here in Dragon's Eye, full of poisons and snakes. Mm -hmm. I said, uh, I just wrote down the nouns. I said, 
Snake person. Okay. Yuan-Chi. A big lizard of some sort. Lizard priest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I said those specific things. And uh, most of those are right. Yeah, I don't think there's a giant lizard. Yeah, unfortunately there's not. So Must have been three technical issues. Yeah. Pretty accurate. Yeah. Anyone Level one uh, on in, here in the Dragon's Eye is uh, actual lizard men. There are three types of lizard men. <laughs> there are lizard men, tough lizard men, mm-hmm. and I think lizard lizard men shaman. Sure. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, the loot tables for <laughs> the lizard men shaman there there's not like a random like range it it was always one like uh alchemist vial and 47 gold exactly it was always 47 gold for me yeah I, maybe i maybe i was just rolling weird but i noticed that i yeah i, I was not paying attention mm-hmm. to how much gold um yeah, so you fight your way through those. <laughs> uh, uh, I think that you do uh, at the end here. There's a there's a lizard man, like mm-hmm. a, the lizard man chieftain. He's, he's a king, I think. Ah, uh, yes, the king. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's a monarchy. Mm-hmm. He's a Tyrannosaurus Rex, of course. <laughs> he uh, he says, "Hey, are you uh, what's what you what you doing here? Get out of here." Mm-hmm. And we can ask, hey, are you responsible for, like, kidnapping all the people in Kaldahar? And he says, yeah, you got to eat. And we are <laughs> serving. And then he uses a name that starts with a Y that is not pronounceable. Yeah, it is. It's Yixaname. Yixaname? Yixaname. Yep. Okay. Yep. Did you, have you, has, is that how you heard it pronounced back in college? Uh, yeah, when I took advanced, uh, lizard folk studies, mm-hmm. uh, it was a big part of it. It was, it was right after I read the Icewind Dale novels for the first time for, uh, you know, my course on, um, I mean, Icewind Dale geography, you know? So yeah, so it says this wild name, uh, Yuxaname. a character mm-hmm. says it later is the only way I know that. I also just looked at it and I was like, I don't really know what's going on here. You know, this could go a lot of different ways. But I know that, and he's he's like, yeah, we're eating everybody, and it's cool. It's not cool though. <laughs> Did you tell him that? Yeah, I said you need to stop. And then we got into a fight. This seems to happen a lot in this game. Yeah, this game pulls some <laughs> real horse shit. I'll tell you that <laughs> because so the first time I was like, I'm not down with that, and so we got into a fight and I died, and I was like, all right, I was not prepared. You know, let me restart this uh, again. And then I went in and I thought, you know what? You know, because there's an option to be like, that's cool, whatever, I'll see you later. And he's like, no, I'm killing you anyway. So, uh, you know, even if you like go into these situations and you try to be cool, the game is always railroading you into a fight, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah, Uh, it's just set dressing around the context of you getting into the fight, I suppose, mm -hmm. most generously, I could say. Yeah, and it would be super cool, I guess, in some ways, if, I mean, spoilers, Yuxaname is down in this dungeon. We fight her. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it would be much cooler if you could be like, all right, I'll see you later. And you, like, go down and kill her and you come back and be like, hey, you, uh, you don't have to, you don't have to eat the villagers. You can leave. <laughs> you can go somewhere else. You don't have to live in the, you're a snake person and you are living in the, in the Arctic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a bad idea for you. You can leave here. Um, but you can't do that. So you fight this, uh, this guy and all of his, um, lizard folk. And uh, you got to kill them all. 
the these battles get pretty big. They're huge. Um, this first level, uh, Balthazar was still doing okay by just doing that inching up mm-hmm. um, strategy of like aggroing as few as possible, pulling them back, going berserk or going to a ba- uh, barbarian rage rather, and mm-hmm. and defeating them. And that was like totally doable. The lizard, uh, the lizard men, were not so so tough actually. What was your kind of go-to at this point? What's your, like, pattern of combat? Um, at this point, I have Skull Trap on my mm. mage. And I've got, like, a fake snowball version of, uh, of a fireball. <laughs> which I took because I thought it would be fun. And it is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I, and I have that, too. And so I w- was summoning some creatures. I can both summon skeletons. Tony monsters up until about halfway through this mission could not actually summon monsters yet. By the end, he can summon monsters. I'll let you. I'll have you know. Mm. But um, up until this point, you really couldn't. So, um, so, yeah. So, basically, I was, like, skull trapping and then, like, shooting a bunch of these snowball fireballs into the fog of war and then pulling people and then sending some summoned monsters after them and then kind of picking them apart with my people. Mm-hmm. And that worked out pretty well. Okay. Yeah. It's the Hearthstone gem, by the way. <laughs> Hearthstone gem. Yeah. How did we for forget it. that? Yeah, and we ask the Lizard King before we fight him. He's like, hey, where's that Hearthstone gem? He's like, that's that's my boss's gem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can ask a lot of people about that gem. Um, mm-hmm. What's the what's the next level? So, I mean, uh, that's it. You cleared out. There's a bunch of villagers here that you can uh, that you can rescue. And, and when like, you when you Thanks. kill the the Lizard King, a little girl will start walking towards you. And when she walks, when she like meets one of your characters, she says, "Oh, thank you for saving us." And they all like. I think it, the, the level reloads basically with them gone. Yeah, it does one of those kind of fades and comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's the whole for you know like that's what's up here. You're yeah. clearing all the lizard folk and then you're fighting the lizard folk boss and you go to the next level where there's more dudes and more bosses to fight. Yeah. So level two, we get some new monsters. There's a couple of lizard people here, but then bam, this is spiders and trolls, buddy. Oh man, trolls suck to fight. Trolls are truly awful. Uh, oh, you know what? I have. Uh, I did find by reading the Icewind Dale trilogy. By reading the Icewind Dale trilogy, I have found that section that I talked about all the time, where Wolfgar, where a severed troll arm is like digging into his leg. Oh. Uh, it's in uh, Streams of Silver. It's in the second book. They're on their way to Silvery Moon, and uh, some people. Uh, they're try- they try to go to the town of Nesme, and the people from Nesme will not let Drizzt in there because he's a drow. And so they, they stop him at the border, and they got to cut through a swamp that I've forgotten the name of. And they got to fight trolls every night. Every night they got to fight these trolls. And at the very end, this troll's like got Wolfgar, and it's, it's just its hands, you know, kind of like Cousin It style. Or, wait, is it Cousin It? No, it's uh, the little dancing arm from Adam's family, whatever it's called. <laughs> And uh, anyway, it's like messing him up, and it hurts him so badly, he's got to walk around on crutches for a while. Wow. Yeah, it gets him. Did that happen to you here by any chance? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so how are you? So I think the last time we fought tro- trolls, seriously, would have been Baldur's Gate 2, right? I believe so, yeah. Diarni's Keep? Pro- probably so, yeah. Different troll um, uh, figure, too. That's interesting. Looked a little different, but mm-hmm. same deal. You get them to one HP, 
or zero, whatever, mm-hmm. they fall down. They won't die. In order to die, the killing blow has to be fire acid. Yep. So Balthazar's thinking, hey, I've been collecting these little alchemical flasks mm-hmm. dropped by the lizardmen shamans. They do fire damage. Easy peasy. Kill a troll, bam, throw it down. Mm-hmm. But then I keep fighting trolls. And my, my stack of alchemical flasks are like growing smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. And then I'm having to be like, okay, well, I need to like, one flask needs to kill three trolls. <laughs> so I'm like grouping them together and then like putting them down and then throwing it mm-hmm. and taking out three. Seems easy. It seems like it's all going to play it. Oh, everything's fine. Then I run out of flasks, but then I'm like, oh, well, luckily I've got eight acid arrows and 12 fire arrows. Mm-hmm. This should be plenty to get through this level. Um, run out of arrows. Also, um, probably not the best that I am. Have no pips and like extra proficiency for bows. Uh-huh, so, so you probably missed 75% of those. <laughs> it's, it's not perfect. Yeah. Um, if only you could just put them in your hand and just poke them with it. I know, right? Wouldn't that be easy? Uh, and then I get down to an area where there are Talonite priests. Yeah. And there's a, only trolls there. Yeah, it's just priests and trolls. Priests and trolls. Yep. And I try to fight this. And here's here's something really interesting. There, Icewind Dale has a little bit more sophisticated enemy kind of... AI is a strong word, but enemy tendencies mm-hmm. where it's in there are some rooms that are like built as set encounters where it is not possible to aggro only part of the room. It's like if you've got one, you, you get the whole room. Yeah, it seems like there is some sort of kind of blanket aggro system where you might be able, you might be aggroing chunks of enemies at a time. I certainly yeah. did notice that, that, mm-hmm. that you kind of can't pull one by one. As easily as you could in some previous games. So or, or not even previous, just other games. I get to I do this room and I'm like, I can't spend the last few eras I have doing this. I need to like so I go to the other side of the dungeon because I notice that there's a way down there. And I'm like, maybe I can like get past the trolls. But every time Balthazar rests, it's about forty-eight days are ticking by. And I think that the there's like <laughs> sporadic <laughs> respawn in the zone <laughs> the idea that it's 48 days is, it's like balthazar sits down and like you know puts his little clothesline up over his over his campfire he's like building furniture you know this is more than a month of sitting there just chilling out and seeing what's up like getting the lay of the land like exploring every part of it learning the names of the spiders you know just really digging his heels in uh, getting comfy in this dungeon. And, and then by then, that time, there are three new trolls between me and where I need to go. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. We didn't look this up, but there is a... Uh, let's see. Uh, let me. I'll just do it live. Icewind Dale. Uh, enemy respawns. Mm-hmm. Let's see what's up with that. This is from 2016. Do enemies respawn on the Beamdog forums? Um, people don't know. First response is someone saying, I don't know. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, some groups of... So this is what uh, what one user is saying. Some groups, group with a B. I don't think that was on purpose, but some <laughs> groups of monsters would respawn, although that you may not have noticed. 
Um, in the new content, there is no monster spawning at all. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. Fixed enemies always appear. Random enemies may or may not appear. They might vary. They never appear other than on those encounter spots. I don't know. So no one has any idea. Well, the same encounter spot can respawn enemies at a later time after each group is killed. If you want to avoid any chance of respawning from a particular encounter spot, you can just leave one of the earlier spawn. Uh, No one knows. No one knows. People are just saying words. Um, so, uh, at least in this one single thread. So anyway, <laughs> you were encountering some respawning enemies that was making it pretty difficult for you to complete this is what you're saying. Yeah. So I figure I'm going to the third level. I'm going to the next level. Mm-hmm. Do you like, fi- do you finish these Talonite priests? Like, I clear, the- I clear everything that I come, uh, come across in this mm-hmm. dungeon. I'm you are a plague levels. of locusts. Everybody's gaining levels. We're doing it. The Talonite priests were actually pretty hard. I like came to them the first time, and I even had to do that thing, you know, classic maneuver of making a new map marker on my map and being like, Talonite priests <laughs> yeah. down here, do not go. And then like cleared the whole rest of the level and then came back and did them. Um, but, but yeah, I kind of cleared everything as I went, and they, they were pretty difficult. I was glad I, I got like the extra level that I was, you know, trying to get before i went and did it um i ended up having to do a lot of things on this map in particular of like of uh kiting enemies and like fireballing them and skull trapping them as i go across the map and then mm-hmm. going up one level because they won't follow and then resting up and then going back and uh it's really interesting that you can kind of play with that there's there's some sort of thing going on in icewind dale around like last registered position before they started moving and I say that, uh, that sounds really weird, but that's the only mm. words I have to describe it. Because what happens is if um, I have enemies following me without stopping to fight or anything. They're just, I'm kiting them and shooting them with arrows and fireballs and whatnot. Um, snow fireballs. And then I go upstairs to the previous level and then I rest. You know, that's like an 8-hour or 16-hour rest. And I go back down. They are when I go back, they're not at the the doors. You know, they're not at the where you spawn in. They are in the previous place where I um, encountered them before. Not their spawn, but where I encountered them the last time that I was down here. Mm. Um, and so there's something really interesting going on with that about the the game, where how it remembers where enemies are. But I kind of abuse that and, and work through it a little bit to to kind of get these priests you know, one by one or two by two a little bit um, because those trolls were hitting me really, really hard. But yeah. I, I did get it all kind of done in that way. It, but it did take a lot of time. Was there anything around those Talonite priests? As far as like people are concerned? Yeah. Did you never go back? No. Balthazar had to had to just go to the next level. Uh, yeah, there is a, I forget her name, but the uh, priest of Ilmater who had gone mm-hmm. missing, she's down there. And the Talonite priests um, uh, were doing a ritual with her um, because, uh, is it Talonus is the god? I guess. I think it's Talonus. Um, Wait, Talonite priests. I think it's Talonus. I don't know why I I can't pull that immediately. But uh, uh, Ilmater is the oppositional god. So, like, hmm. Talonis is, like, the god of, like, suffering and being mean as hell. And Ilmater is the god of, being, of suffering and being good because you suffered. Yeah. 
you know, of Martyrdom. It's like, a, like a Tamora and Bashava. Yeah, there you go. Same, They're both same. luck, but one's good and one bad. Yeah, and so, um, so yeah, so I, I, uh, she will give you a place to rest if you need it, so you can hang out with her, and that's pretty cool. Uh, Talona, it's not Talonus, mm. the Lady of Poison, the Mistress of Disease, the Mother of All Plagues, the Goddess of Poison, and some other shit. Which is why the the uh, follower of Talona, the Talonite priest, it's why uh, they had, it's why they're here with all these lizard folk and whatnot. But it's also why they had the poison in the the Temple of the Forgotten God. It's all coming together. Mm. Uh, but anyway, the the um, she says she's going to hang out here with all these like captured civilians that are here. Uh, because she can uh, protect them while you're clearing the dungeon, and she will uh, give you just normal priest stuff. You know, so mm. like it's like going to so if you're diseased or if you need uh, restoration or if you want to heal or anything, she's there to hang out. So it's a pretty cool little thing. Like you know, a little less than halfway through the dungeon, um, she becomes important in my playthrough in a little while though. But you went to the next level. Yeah, completely different area. It's Skellyville. Yeah, it's just full of skeletons and ghouls and zombies. Ghouls, zombies, skeletons. And Balthazar hits a brick wall here. Because Balthazar can't go back into the previous area because there's still a bunch of trolls there. On like the zone area. And then I think about loading back and like trying to more efficiently use my alchemical flasks and it's just the amount of time necessary to like group up the uh the trolls it seems inordinate and finally there's also the fact that like i think balthazar is about level eight at this Mm -hmm. point Mm -hmm. and it just whereas in every other Baldur's gate game it felt like because i didn't have a party splitting the experience six ways or whatever i was six times as powerful. So I was always like so strong that I wasn't getting hit, but stuff's hitting me all the time. And you don't like it. I don't like it. I only have two berserk rages. Like, so if a fight goes like, even in Baldur's Gate, like fights had to last the duration of the total of my berserker, like barbarian rages or less. Mm-hmm. If they lasted longer than that, that's bad because barbarian rage is the only thing that keeps you alive against uh, save or suck or save or save or die spells, right? Mm-hmm. Which there are a lot of. And here we run into Danny's massive conundrum. How is Balthazar going to get through this dungeon uh, with at, at level eight? When things are just hitting him, when he can't like clear the dungeon the way he normally does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I look through my saves and I'm thinking, oh, how how far back can I go? What could I do different? Is there some way of like getting more XP? And I realize there's only one solution. I play through the whole game with a full party of six up until this point, and then continue on. This is my whole day today. Uh huh. Yes, yeah, so you spent. Uh, we were initially supposed to record this bright and early today <laughs> at nine a.m. Yep. Uh huh. So mm-hmm. I got up real early, and I uh, got caffeinated, got in the shower, you know, did all that stuff, 
And uh, and I said, hey, you ready to record? And you said, I don't know. I don't know if I can. <laughs> and then uh, you said, I think I have to play this whole game again. And I said, okay, fine. I'm going to go do my day. I'll see you later. Let's record tonight. Mm-hmm. You said, uh, okay. And then you have played this game for the, the last 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. It's been almost a marathon experience. <laughs> Of playing the pro the the you know the prologue, <laughs> chapter one, and now all of chapter two. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's good. That's I will good. say this: this is not a pleasant circumstance to play this game. Mm-mm. I have more fun than I did in Torment: Tides of Numenera. Uh huh. Uh huh. So at least there's at least there's that. Mm-hmm. Right, but you know, I, I you know I will say you know I got to put all the cards on the table when we got ready this morning, mm-hmm. and you were like I'm not prepared to record. Mm-hmm. I was like pretty annoyed. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I did all this because I was up really late. Last you were night up myself, really late you? doing the doing all the encounters, right? I was. I was up at like one thirty, and I got up really early. All this kind of stuff, but it's all worth it. <laughs> It's all worth it knowing this happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> knowing that I was behind my on my Sunday when I wanted to do yard work. Yes. And like be ready for the week and like have be nice and rested yeah, just, for just it for the work out, week. You know, just doing stuff, you know, doing what you want to do on Sunday. The fact that you had to say it's worth it. So, you know, no, we're even. I feel perfectly even here. Uh, and it's uh, absurd that you think this is even. <laughs> well, I'm gonna that you think gonna... waking up in time for nine <laughs> is in some way. I'm gonna, ins- well, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna assert that that's even. I this is uh, this is funny enough that I'm literally crying, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, you know what? I think we're even. I think we could all agree, everyone can agree that we're even. And so, um, well, what what you end up with with a party? This is the first time you've played a game with a party, and it is uh, a very long time. So it is a long time. <laughs> I have mm-hmm. not played with a party. Um, let me tell you, Balthazar is still here, mm-hmm, exactly good. the same. Mm-hmm. Does he have all those memories? You think? Um, yeah, because I think he like went to bed and it was all a nightmare uh, of I him see. alone in the world. Uh huh. And then he wakes up and he's like canonically here with the party. Got it. There's there's burden. The Dwarven Defender, mm. who's just, uh, I, we both uh, have a Dwarven Defender in our party. They're fantastic. It's a fighter with a D12 hit die and a great ability. What's yep. not to love? Yeah, it's got like a defensive stance that just boosts their AC. Just raw boost. We've got Never Greta, the um, half-orc cleric. Very much a war cleric. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, really heavy on the... On the physical stats and and that stuff going on, we've got Gale, the elf archer, uh, probably the most powerful one of the most powerful members of my team. They have like a base they go uh, once they have like the arrows and like the their their bow of like one. Mm-hmm. Um, so only having like basically always hitting AC zero. Super cool archer subclass on the ranger. We've got Plems, the half-elf Scald, which maybe I messed up because when you choose a bard subclass and you choose Scald, 
I saw that um, your like pickpocket skill went down, but also you lose a lot of. Um, uh, you know, actually, it says the disadvantages don't list losing like uh, trap detection. But we were we were playing, and you know, I was screen sharing with you, and like I can't find a way to trap detect with this smart yeah, because it's, it's not in the special abilities, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I, I I think you just lose it. Yeah, it must be. Um. In any case, but still, I like Scald because you don't have to micromanage the songs very much, and uh, the one song that they do just adds two to Thaco, AC, and damage mm. uh, for all your melee characters. So I've got a lot of people swinging and shooting, so the Scald seems to work really well. And I've got Barry, the half-elf sorcerer. <laughs> you know, just a utility player uh, casting haste on people. Yeah, hell yeah. You can cast yeah. it as many times as you want. I was going to do a four-character party, but when I saw the Scald, I just thought, oh, yeah, you're kind of... You're really... With a, with a with a bard song, you're really incentivized to go wide because that even affects your summons. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... That's the party. And I played all day. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, this game's way easier for the party. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, it's way... I've been doing a challenge run the whole time, it turns out. And, yeah, uh, no one told you? Yeah, I, you just set your little... For 95% of encounters, you can just set your AI script. I don't, I'm not even micromanaging people, usually. I'm just setting the AI script and, like, putting the people where I need them, and then they just will do the encounter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, did you discover, uh, you know, something I think we talked about in the last episode is that you, uh, I think, uh, I mean, we both agreed, but I think you brought it up that uh, you can't see where the map is or is not. Did you figure out how to fix that yet? Uh, no, I don't know how to how to do that. Is that, oh, you can do it by clicking on that. I, I found it because I because we talked about, it, I think, in the last last thing that like it was in the other enhanced editions and we couldn't find it in this one. Mm-hmm. And I think it's in the exact same spot. We just didn't look. But uh, so I did a little digging around. You go on the map screen and you click that little diamond at the top. This area, area map background. background. Yeah, there you go. Dang. That's how you do it. So now now we all know. Now we all know. Well, we've got the tools, we've got the party. And by the way, there's something going on with experience because by the time Balthazar got to where my solo character was, he was like level six. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that like, I think the quest XP really changes things. The quest XP might be awarded to everybody. I don't know if it's getting split or not, but it just was very odd yeah. to me that like I ended this session with Balthazar at level seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's just, it's just Balthazar with a care with like a party behind him is significantly stronger than even the 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 only Balthazar, the one Balthazar. Oh, of course. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know what's I don't quite know what's going on either. But yeah, I, I mean, I was about the same. I think because uh, you know the different kits level up slightly differently from one yes. another, and so I think I've got people level seven and maybe a couple level eight, or maybe mostly level six and a couple level seven. Uh, yeah, somewhere right there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, uh, how did that next uh, uh, level go then? Well, yeah, the so the troll area, everything just gets cleaved up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I've I've got a very melee 
centered. I've got three people doing melee. One of them's a cleric occasionally casting things. The archer is uh, able to like shoot unimpeded. The skull virtually never does anything. The skull just kind of has some wizard spells for prep and utility, but otherwise is just playing the song and you can't like do things while the song's playing mm-hmm. without micromanaging. I'm not interested in, but giving everybody big bonuses and uh, generally the wizard's uh, slinging uh, little bullets with the sling. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, super easy. Did all the troll level and got to the undead level and a bunch of skeletons being like, I can't believe you've made it this far. And I think that happens three times. Yes, they keep, they keep being like, you won't get to the next one. Oh, you're here. Uh, hello. It's really weird. The second one had like half as many people as the first one. And I'm like, well, what, why, why how do you think you're going to stop me? Your buddy had like some, a much larger troop. Oh, uh, well, so this is interesting. I, I, so I got, this is, this is, uh, uh, it, it actually d- does, it, it's class-based. So, uh, depending on which character I think is, is at the top of your party, it changes your dialogue options for a mm-hmm. few different things in Icewind Dale, apparently. And uh, there's two in this dungeon. Uh, so the the first time this like undead thing spoke to me, which is like it's a big skeleton. Mm-hmm. And the first time it spoke, I could be like, hey, that's magic you're doing over there. <laughs> Speaking out of that undead guy, you're a necromancer somewhere. And oh. he's like, oh my God, you know about necromancy. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy necro- shit. You're cool. <laughs> and he's like, we're going to kill you anyway. And that like keeps happening. So you can like, in every um, conversation that you have, because I think there, I think you're right. I think there's three. For each of them, you can be like, "Hey, I'm cool. Are you cool?" And eventually, in the last one, you can be like, "Let's just go, you and me, buddy. Let's Whoa. do it." Yeah. Something broke in my game, I guess. For this, that's not what happened. So what happened is I like because because the mage says, "All right, I'll do it," but you gotta send all your dudes away. So I send them all around the corner, and then Chicklevara runs out and starts just dashing across this bridge. The other mage is there, but he's not doing anything to me. He's like not casting at me. He's like casting buffs on himself. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, he's getting right, ready. I guess, but he's just one dude standing there. So I got the rest of my team to come. <laughs> and I, I actually, I think I like shot some fireballs at him first. Um, but then I just, I was like, all right, he's just like chilling out and casting buffs. And so I just brought the rest of my team and we beat him up real good. Um, and then like forty zombies showed up, and uh, I like crammed them into a little uh into some uh uh you know islets in the map and shot fireballs at them until they died but uh it was a pretty pretty uh, serious thing his name's like peepo the mage or something <laughs> yeah it was a weird little name yep yeah but i thought that was cool like narratively but it sounds like you just went and killed him yeah there i didn't get that special thing um and nothing special. Uh, I think that my favorite enemies actually is like zombie or uh, like cadaver undead is mm-hmm. I think the, the the favorite enemy type. So I, I, I had an especially easy time on this level because mm-hmm. of that. Maybe cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, what'd you do on the next one? Oh, let's see. So the next one would be, oh, there's a little trick going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me look at my, uh, let me look at the, uh, to get the name, the exact name of this group of people here. Uh, Eldathian's Lair is the name of this place, and it's a temple of Eldath. 
And what was the what was Eldath the god of? The green goddess, mother guardian of the groves, mother mm. of the waters. So kind of like a nature goddess. Really strange place to have a nature goddess temple in the middle of this mountain sandwiched between a bunch of evildoers. <laughs> yeah, underneath a uh, undead legion, mm-hmm. a shitload of trolls and spiders. I t- and- I'd ask them about that, and they're like, oh, we're pacifists. Yes, they're like, we don't go up there. We just don't deal with that. So don't ask us about it. Yeah. I asked him about the uh, the gym. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, did, did you find Zan's cousin's body by any chance? No, I didn't. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a dead elf in here, and he's Zan's cousin. He's got like a journal you can read, and he's like, "I've been out adventuring like my cousin Zan." Oh, and uh, he's dead. Ripped to him. But anyway, sorry. I just I thought about that. But yeah, so you talk to them, and you're like, "Hey, what's going on with that?" Yeah, and they're like, we we have no idea what you're talking about. We don't know about Koldahar. We really just stay in this temple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I just poke around in here. There are a lot of locked doors. And eventually I just run out of like places I can look without... I, I need to bust open a door. And uh, bust open a door and everybody goes aggressive. <laughs> like all of these, uh, all of these little priests and priestesses like attack me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have to kill them, and then I start seeing these this text on the screen scrolling to be like Yon T summons troll. <laughs> I, well, it's it's worse than that. It's like cast troll summoning. Yes, no, Yon T casts summon trolls. Yes, with plural. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you're like that's not good. That's not good. Like that. So I pull everybody out to the front, and it takes a while, but it's like almost everything aggroed this, it, you in the zone. Um, when I, when I like open that door in front of somebody yep. and I fought off several Yonti and then eventually I kill everybody and I pop deeper into the zone and there were a bunch of Yonti around the table with human corpses, clothed human corpses mm-hmm. strewn uh, on the table and they were all, uh, they all have blue circles around them. So they were all like queued up for dialogue so I engine the table and there's like a, a mega Yonti and he's like, oh, have you come to join the feast? And I guess you have a dialogue option be like, oh, yeah, I love eating people. Mm-hmm. And you say that yeah. and he's like, oh, great. And you have to immediately give up the ruse and be like, actually, I don't want to eat people. What, what if the uh, the protagonist dialogue of Icewind Dale, what if the, they're just extremely sarcastic, but no one in Icewind Dale understands sarcasm? I think that's a really accurate way to read it. <laughs> I love eating people. People are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not picking up anything on that. Not a single thing. Not a single thing. So I have to fight all these guys. And yeah, at this point... At this point, I think I've got haste on the sorcerer, which might... I was so surprised that it affected the whole party. (laughs) That just blew my mind that the the spell I had available affected the whole party. So, absolute meat grinder at this point. That's hilarious to me because, like, this is a well... It is so funny to me, like, how you've played these games because Mm -hmm. everyone knows, like, how haste works. Because it is a critical part of playing these games if you have a party. But yeah. for you, it's like, oh, yeah, whatever. I'll just drink my potion of agility or whatever and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, get all the same effects without having to think about it. You yeah. have the such a strong individualist mm-hmm. mindset for the Baldur's Gate games. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, same same deal here, uh, except for the fact that there's a secret quest here, bud. Whoa! Well, I Exposing know I know about like the monks. the people who were captured. Exposing the fake monks is its own quest. You get twenty four thousand XP for doing it. Dang! There's a bunch of ways to, to do it. I actually looked this up because I mm-hmm. like knew something fishy was going on here, but I had the same problem that you were, which is like I just kept I ran into like this wall. And it was like, all right, I can lockpick this door, but that does not seem to be what I should be doing. Mm. And I just, for whatever reason, had not tr- 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 uh, like kind of uh, tripped any of these wires. But so there's a few different ways to do it. Um, <laughs> one of them is that Gilo, the librarian, who has spells to sell, by the way, mm. if you talk to Gilo, he has a locked room in his library, and he says specifically, "Hey, don't go in there. That's just for us." Mm-hmm. You can talk to him and say, hey, Albion, the guy out there, he has, uh, he asked me to tell you to go and hang out with him. You can wait for him to leave, close the door, lockpick the door, go in there and read his bookshelf. And it's got like cult books on it. It's got a book called How to Serve Man on it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It really oh, does. Wow. I'm not kidding. And and so it's like, oh my God, they're evil. And then they all like aggro you and do exactly what you experienced. Um, that one, I tried to do that one and it wouldn't work no matter what I did. Albion always saw me go inside or, uh, Gilo always saw me go in. There's some sort of bug going on here. Um, because you're supposed to go in and see it and then be able to go talk to him and be like, I know your ruse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the, there's a few different ways of doing this. Um, the one that I went for is literally if you just have a paladin speak to Albion the paladin knows that they're evil. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's and the good. paladin's like, hey, you've got an aura of evil about you. I'm killing you right now. It's one dialogue option. <laughs> There's no additional ways of going about it. And so that's the one I went with. And so I got the quest experience. And, uh, and you know, similar thing to you. They all aggroed me. I fought them in that open corridor, all that mm-hmm. stuff. That's fun. I, yeah. I love the idea of the paladin just like... <laughs> I'm picking yeah. up a bad vibe here as he yeah. unsheaths the sword. <laughs> yeah, I really hate it. <laughs> I, I hate it here and I'm going to fix it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so then you get down to level five. And most of these people, when you've talked to them so far, uh, when you talk to um, the Lizard King, who can do anything, of course, um, uh, you know, tells you about Yuxoname. Level five, presumably, that's where Yuxaname is because it is full of Yuan T and it's full mm-hmm. of Histashi, which are kind of like Yuan T um, zombies that they've made out of people. Yeah. Question: It was vague for me. Yeah, I don't have a good sense of the lore behind the Histashi. Um, you didn't clear all of these rooms, I don't think. Um, did you see anything interesting here before you got to kind of the final boss? Uh, there was like an archer room with a bunch of arrows and such. There was a torturer behind a uh, mm-hmm. hidden wall. Yeah. yeah. Like the head torturer. And he wanted to know whether I was the, whether I was a patient or a trainee or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you here to, for, are you here for training or are you here as a patient? Yes. And I kept being like, I need to know what you mean before I answer. And he's like, no, you got to answer. Are you a patient? And I said, I, I really can't answer. And then he, he atta- eventually he attacked me because yeah. I didn't answer him. Same. <laughs> really thought that was going to go somewhere else. Yeah, I'm looking up here. Histashi are kind of, they're like Yuan T. Uh, uh, they've like been half transformed into a lizard and they're like mindless and they do 
whatever. They're, they're like cult captives, basically. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of vibe there. Uh, so did you do the, the room with uh, all the mind controls in the Histashi, um like conversion chamber? Did you go in there? Oh, no, I didn't see that one. It's 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 pretty cool. So it has a boss at the end because they all have like you know one strong enemy. You know? Yeah. So like the archer room has like one strong archer that's got like a good bow. Mm-hmm. And uh, this the torture leader you're talking about. This one has like a priest in there who's like the the conversion captain or whatever. And the way the fight works is that you go in and there's like two or three Yuanchi and you can see him and he starts casting. And then from like out of the fog of war, or at least for me when I went inside, out of the fog of war just came a bunch of civilians like humans who were all red circled and they start attacking you. And so I just started mowing them down. I was like, uh Oh, I don't know what's going on here. And so I just started killing them. And in the middle of killing them, I killed the, this priest and it, uh, and then the remaining humans turned blue. And so they were like mind controlled. And I was like, Oh, so I went back and reloaded the game. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so yeah, it's basically a thing of like, um, you, uh, if you don't kill the villagers, then you can get experience points. Um, and so you have to like race down this one enemy to get all these other enemies to clear out. And then you can finish the Yuan Chi. So I thought it was really well designed and well thought out a very kind of cool D and D ish kind of encounter mm-hmm. that, uh, that kind of fits in its area and everything, but also is like, Oh yeah, there there's this, there, there are people who you don't want to kill, but who are going to attack you. How do you deal with that? And uh, I suppose if I had sleep or something, I could have put them all to sleep because I'm sure they're like one HD. One hit die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but th- but that's kind of the only, there's, a, a you know, I think four or five of these little side rooms. And I cleared them all because I wanted the experience points. But it's all headed toward uh, Yuxaname. And uh, how'd that go for you? What is Yuxaname? I don't know. Creature? Critter? What does Yuxaname look like? Well, they, they tell you Yuxaname is their god. Um, uh, she is a, I believe, looking at the wiki here, a Merilith, which mm-hmm. is a demon. Six-armed, snake-bodied, like snake-legged, so like just a snake tail, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's very yaunty in that way, but then mm-hmm. six arms, usually they're depicted in monster manuals as having like scimitars and such. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, topless mm-hmm. in this game, topless. I and I don't. I think that Merilith are just specifically as demons gendered. They have uh, breasts. Mm-hmm. And in Icewind Dale, when this game came out, they were like, "We got to get that in there." That's a yeah. big. That's a huge part of the lore. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at the fifth edition uh, representation of the Merilith, they are no longer. They wear a shirt now. Mm-hmm. In case you're curious about that. Um, but yeah, so uh, well before. She, it turns into this demon. Uh, yeah. Yuxaname appears as like a little kid and uh, and says, you need to turn back. Yeah, and it's talking about like the side reel and all kinds of shit. It's like this planescape kind of stuff going yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that's in the Merilith. Looking at the, the stat block here, that's in the Merilith stat block, a teleport ability. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Become little child. Not become there's no polymorph here, interesting enough, but there is teleport. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do have te- telepathy for 120 feet too, so it's pretty Dang. sweet. Um, but uh, they're pretty serious. I mean, they got a for fifth edition, obviously a little bit different, but they got a CR of 16, which means mm. for a party of four, you know, you got to be pretty high level to take on the Merilith. They're from hell, or they're from the abyss, I should say. Sure. 
And uh, it's she is lore-wise here. She is fighting. She says, you can have a conversation with her. And she says, uh, I'm fighting an ancient enemy. I need the stone to do that. And that's why I went and stole the stone. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have to kill you because I got like my own shit going on. That's why I summoned all these armies. You know, I summoned the, the this undead army. And I summoned these snake people and the lizard folk and all that. Uh, I did all of that so that I could... Uh, go and fight my ancient enemy who is close here. And you can say, who's that ancient enemy? And she and she says, don't worry about it. It's not, don't, like, why are you asking me this? I'm going to kill you. I'm not going to tell you my whole whole life story. By the way, every enemy that you can talk to in this after the lizard folk is like, when you just say anything to them uh, about, like, why you're killing them or, like, you know, mm -hmm. they're in your way. They'll be like, you're invading our home. Yeah. What are you talking about? They're like, we live here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why are you saying this to me? And then you have to fight them in, no matter what. So there's a little bit of like uh, attempted finger wagging going on here that maybe doesn't land. But Sure. Uh, how how late were you up last night doing this fight? Uh, 1.30 or something like that. 1.30 or something? Let how, me tell how, you. How, how, yeah, tell me. Let me tell you. Um... Let's see. I, oh, they, it just tells me last played today, not how many hours ago. Uh, it, this probably took me two to do this fight an hour and a half, two hours, mm. probably. Mm -hmm. It took forever. <laughs> it took a long time. Well, let's let's kind of set it up. Okay. Leading to the boss room is a hallway filled with traps. <laughs> yes. Filled with the worst types of traps. They traps confuse that confuse you. you, poison you, and yep. the poison does not go away until it's cured or it kills you. It's yeah. an arbitrarily large amount of HP poison. Um, yeah, it's a, f a bloodborne fast poison. Yeah, it's, you know, toxic. Mm -hmm. um, yep. You're in Blight Town. You just got hit with a blow dart. You're racing to the to, to the uh, bonfire. Mm -hmm. um, so you got the hallway. You open it up. You get to the conversation with the Oksaname. After the conversation concludes, two Yonti priests spawn behind you. No, three, three Yonti priests spawn. Oh, behind and you. is there an archer back there as well, or just? Nope. Just three priests. They uh, um, like dimension tour in behind yeah, you. Yeah. Um, and then you're facing Yuxaname, probably like two or three archers and two or three, uh, other Yonti priests. Yuxaname can cast like summon undead or animate skeleton because there are several points where I saw like a bunch of undead appear. So there are on screen... If you've done some summons, there's probably several dozen enemies on the screen at once. And meanwhile, everything is walking through traps, triggering the traps in an area. It's a, it's kind of a little nightmare. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Mm -hmm. uh, having spent, had spent a lot of time on it. Yeah, it's not, it made me extremely frustrated and unhappy to the point where I like, you know, I, so after you spend 45 minutes trying to do this, you're like, all right, I must be missing something. Sure. <laughs> like there must be something going on here. And so, you know, I get on the internet and what I find is just people saying, yeah, this is one of the harder fights in the game, if not the hardest fight in the game. Mm -hmm. um, and, and like the strategy that people are saying is like, yeah, just pick one character, buff them up really hard, go buy a plus three weapon and come back down and just beat her up. 
And meanwhile, uh, Yuxaname can two-shot every character I have. Hmm. Um, and so I end up doing it in, uh, you know, you know, some bizarro ways. You know, I'm, I get rid of all the traps because I have, I have a swashbuckler. I uh, keep my whole party back. I Basically, the way I end up solving this or, or clearing out most of the enemies is that I never talk to I never talk to her. I never trigger it manually. I mm. trigger it by shooting it with fireballs. Okay. So, uh, oh, here's another thing that you might not know that is important if you want to play this game. Skull traps do not go away if you rest. I will repeat that. The floating skull that explodes like a fireball does not go away if you rest. Oh, my lord. Meaning that you can shoot two skull traps, rest, 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 and then pull enemies through that, and they will get hit by, like, ten at a time. Mm -hmm. So that's how, that's partially how I end up doing this. And so uh, my final way of doing it was keeping four of my people all the way back to deal with those spawns that come in at the end. Mm-hmm. Putting my two casters uh, at the front, you know, not far enough to trigger dialogue, but far enough that they can shoot into the room. Stacking a bunch of skull traps in a big arc, um, and then fireballing with Chicklevar on the bottom side. The whole top side aggro's at the same time. They all get skull trapped and explode, and then then after as that happens, I send all my summons in so that. Um, uh, Yuxaname is kind of spending her time dealing with them, and then I'm able to take out all the additional Yuanchi, both um, priests and the additional archers or whatever, one at a time. And then I just went like full ham attacking her. Hmm. Uh, and uh, she slowly but surely killed every single person on my team until it was just my rogue, who's my archer character, uh, with plus two arrows. And he had maybe 10 hit points. So he's dead if he gets hit. And then I just slowly walked around the room in a big circle. And I would stop to shoot her whenever I thought maybe the timer for shooting was up. And I took her down that way. How'd you bring your people? So your people were died? My people did die. So here's the world's most disappointing thing. So I was ready to bite the bullet on this one. And just continue with the one thief. Well, so, but, you know, the, you can just go to a, you know, a temple, mm-hmm. resurrect them, and then come back. Mm-hmm. And there's a priest who was selling priest shit up on the second floor. So that's that was my true. solution. I was like, all right, I'll just walk out. I'll heal up. I'll walk out of the stupid dungeon, or like almost all the way out of this dungeon. I will go to her. I'll res everybody, and I'll walk back down, and then I'll get all my stuff again. Like, that seemed fair to me in, within the spirit of the game. I go all the way back up there, and lo and behold, I've killed the stupid in-boss, and so she's not there anymore. Oh, no. And so I, in my, you know, I made some quick calculations in my head. I was like, I could go all the way back to town, and then I could do that, and I could come back. Or I could take eight seconds and look up the console command to resurrect everyone. Mm-hmm. And I just looked up the console command and it resurrected everyone. So mm-hmm. I apologize to everyone for using the console command on this. Uh, I'm just shortcutting a long form action that would have taken a long time to do. It's um, true. It takes a solid, what, seven minutes to get out of the dungeon, oh, even with haste. Forever. And, and he didn't have haste because he's just a little dude. So. Oh, yeah. 
so yeah, so I just used console command and resurrected everyone after the fight. That seemed that seems extremely fair to me in a broad sense, mm-hmm. and uh, just shortcut it a little bit by yeah. doing it. Looted up, got my Hearthstone, got a bunch of cool gear uh, that I was able to identify later, and uh, got on out of there. Um, what about yeah, you? You, you screen shared for yeah. my successful attempt. I probably try. I didn't try as long as you did. Um, I think my party might be a little bit more min maxed. Uh, well, everybody, also, everybody has a screen three. Shared with you. Every, no, it's true. You did, and you gave me you gave me the tech. But on my second result, I like. I didn't realize that uh, resurrections were that available, actually, because on I, like I I defeated Yuxaname, but like one of my people died, and I was like, ugh, I can't deal with that. Yeah, you could just go. I mean, for you in that scenario, you could have just gone back to town and res your one person. Yeah, because then uh, I, I would be able to just carry that person's stuff. Yeah, that's the weird thing too. Yeah, it, it doesn't cost very much either to do it in mm-hmm. case you ever need to. Uh, that that's something that's really interesting to me too. I had the same situation. I got to um, I, not the maybe I, it might have been the first time that I fought her, and I got her really far down to maybe mm-hmm. like one pip or two pips or something like that, and then I died there. It was really strange and. Like, with no prep, I didn't really understand the fight at all. I just kind of stumbled into doing it okay. And so that was partially what was so frustrating after that, is that I had done was so well. Was not able to, like, replicate the success. Yeah, not even a little bit. I couldn't figure out why. So that, Yeah. I uh, Eventually, I just I, I put all my people up in the, uh, the northernmost chamber and, like, mm-hmm. pulled everything as far back as possible. And then my, uh, my sorcerer used a staff that he picked up to do a higher level summon monster spell to kind of slow things down. And ultimately, uh, my archer won that fight, probably killed most of the people. Yeah, God, your archer just cleaves through. It, it was dealing you know, like one pip of health off of her per shot. <laughs> it was wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that is, that was the little boss, hardest boss. Whoa. How did it, how did the dungeon make you feel? Nothing. Felt absolutely nothing at the end. I'm not excited about having to do that again, Mm -hmm. like three or four more times through the rest of this game. I will say that these, these encounters are for the most part, pretty well designed. Like as far as like doing the combat of one of these games, it's pretty fun to like do, do these fights. They're not particularly frustrating. Um, if you have the ability to like, I mean, trolls are extremely frustrating if you just don't have the ability to deal with their one little goofy lore thing yeah. that they do. But, uh, if you do have that, uh, pretty, pretty cool. You know, I, I felt, I think the, from just a pure combat perspective, the dungeon was challenging, but not impossible. And the final boss fight is cool, but maybe could be tuned down like one one little bit yeah yeah <laughs> um uh but but it also seems to be in some ways like kind of a you know quote-unquote gear check fight because it really is like yeah you need to have plus one plus two weapons you need to be aggressively trying to upgrade your gear um this is not like Baldur's gate where you can like kind of skate through a big chunk of the game without really min maxing pretty hard this game mm-hmm. really rewards you and kind of pushes you into really thinking strategically, really hitting that pause button regularly, that kind of thing. Well, yeah, in Baldur's Gate, you had to, like, play the game with people with, like, 14 as their highest stat. Yeah. All it of my people good. except my uh, my bard have a 3 in charisma. 
Well, yeah, that was the first uh, four hours you played was just hitting that reroll button over and over again. <laughs> well, no, you just lower their charisma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it doesn't do anything in this game. It doesn't. Like, literally nothing. So, mm-hmm. uh, and not even for sorcerers. Uh, where that, I guess it's like, what, fourth edition where that becomes the sorcerer's uh, Third. Is that is it actually in third? I think it's 3.5. There's some charisma-based stuff. No, oh yeah, with sorcerers. I I was thinking about bards. Even bards, their, their charisma is not uh, associated with their spell casting. Really? Bards, that- yeah, it's an intelligence. Jeez, mm, okay. Well... Uh, you went back to town. What, did you learn anything cool? Yeah. Uh, there's some, speaking of Lord of the Rings from earlier, the, the orcs are back in Hobbiton. <laughs> they're like, uh, it's really funny because they're like orogs, maybe? Neo-orogs. Yeah, neo-orogs. Like, it's the most, like, 2.5, <laughs> like, D&D shit ever to be like, okay. What will we have here? Oh, yes. The Neo-Orog. Yeah. Uh, I love the idea of an adventuring party stumbling upon them and the adventuring party. Oh, my God. A Neo-Orog. <laughs> a Neo-Orog. Yeah. They are apparently uh, hybrids of orcs and ogres, mm. which is interesting. But uh, kind of basically the Urukai, I guess. Similar kind of deal. But uh, uh, yeah, they were like taking over the town. So you got like... Punch, punch some, and then you go talk to uh, Arendelle. And boy, uh, howdy! Turns out this druid was evil. This druid, who would have guessed it? <laughs> who would have guessed that a druid did not have your best interest at heart? And then the game pulls, I think, a really cowardly move cowardly cowardly move wow so the druid's evil and the druid's like aha i i I just had you eliminate my greatest foe yuxaname um you know for my own little purposes haha that's why that's why i sent you over there toodles teleports away and you go up and it's the real arendelle upstairs and he's like oh I, i i really believed in you i was hanging on just to see your face one more time Oh, I'm going to die. And then he dies. Such a cowardly move. Just make the the druid evil. (laughs) Just make the druid the antagonist. Why do you have to make it a double situation? Yeah, that that does. That's how I feel, too. Like, you know, we just be brave enough to own up to the fact that druids are bad. (laughs) Yeah. Like, we're over here speaking the truth all the time and no one's listening to us, even 20 years ago. And I don't respect it. Um, people should recognize that druids are evil inherently and they're bad. Uh, it's really, I mean, it's not funny that Arendelle, I guess, dies in the abstract. This is not funny, but the specificity of how he dies is really funny because you're like, oh shit, Arendelle, you're dying. And he's like, hey, don't worry about it. I wanted to see your face one last time, (laughs) but I'm going back to the balance, baby. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Being alive and dead, they're the same. And I just, I want to tell that to like all those uh, lizard folk I killed, like as I'm slaying them with my You're going to do the, uh, a wise man once said, <laughs> dying on the floor of a dungeon and thriving are the same things, you imbecile, you fools. Yeah, I've just got, you know, my fucking cursed halberd and I'm hacking them in twain and just, you know, beautifically saying, don't worry, it's all the same, being alive and dead. <laughs> Don't just don't think about it. <laughs> there's not there's not this isn't a halberd killing you. There's just steel in your flesh, and they're just meeting. 
it's all part of one big something, and the balance <laughs> must be kept. And the balance here is you getting the fuck out because I'm killing you. It's like so. <laughs> but anyway, so he's like, yeah, good to see you, bro. <laughs> and then, yeah, he just dies. Uh, he gives you a little map, and he says, um, hey, you got to go to this ruined fortress. Go to the uh, next dungeon. <laughs> go to the next dungeon. It is pretty cool the way he describes it. He's like, look, uh, got go to this um, fortress. It's the last, it's the prison of an elven dude. Yeah. Who is the last person who could use this gym to like foretell and whatnot and learn who, basically learn who the big bad is. You can use the gym that, that you had. Um, so go and talk to that guy. Mm. I guess Yuxaname could have used the gym, but we kind of killed. She was way. using the gym. If you talk to her enough, if because I really got to explore all the dialogue <laughs> options, uh, uh, she does. T- she, that actually is why she has it. She's tracking her enemy, mm. and so the reason that that evil Arendelle, fake Arendelle, the reason he sent you, or or well, yeah, no, actually, the reason he sent you. I guess he is the person. I, I don't know. I don't know when... It's hard to know when the switch happened. <laughs> yeah, hard to know. But anyway, the reason that that evil person is incentivized for you to kill Yuxenime is that's what she's using it for. She's using it to determine where the ancient enemy is and scrying on him and shit in order to send her armies after him. So she she was using it. Yeah. Um, and now we're going to do it. But yeah, you know, fortress with an imprisoned elf for eternity. That's cool. I like mm-hmm. that. Sounds neat. I like the idea that we're going to go into like uh, like a built space for the next uh, dungeon. That's pretty no, cool. That, that is going to be better. I, or a, 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 a breath of fresh air, let's yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as opposed to caves. Yeah. <laughs> and caves that kind of look the same. We've done a lot of caves. We've done a lot of caves. Okay, well, that's the end of this episode. We will be back in two weeks going into a not cave, uh, going into a human cave, a.k.a. a building. You got Ciao. any final thoughts here? No, that's it. I, I've been sitting at my desk for all day. Did you go to the bathroom or anything? No, day? I'm holding wow. it. He's been holding it the whole time. Just for you. Just for you, uh, noble listener. No, you Twitter, you I did it Twitter. for me. <laughs> you can go to twitter.com slash touch to see everything we're up to. Like this video if you uh, support Danny and his mission to hold it all day long <laughs> to play this video game. Uh, like it if you like the big conundrum. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed. What are you doing? If you haven't subscribed, come on. Get on in there. You want to see all the videos that we're doing here at Range Touch. You can learn more at rangetouch.com. Leave us a comment for the algorithm. We want more people to see the show and we don't do any advertising. So uh, help us out. Leave a comment. Make the algorithm do its business. We'll be back in two weeks with more Icewind Dale. Ciao.